Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Tuesday to you. It's Tuesday, February 9th. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar and Rock Auto. In regards to Built Bar, go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your uh, next order. In, in regards to Rock Auto, it's an amazing selection. Reliable low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Visit RockAuto.com and, and, and tell them LOCKEDON sent you. Now, in, in addition to being the host of this podcast, you guys know that some of you know that I'm the beat writer, Sixers beat writer for the Philadelphia Inquirer. With that being said, I'm on this West Coast trip. So, I've um, got a lot to talk about today. Like in the first segment, I want to talk about this four-game trip. You know, four-game trip with, you know, it starts off with um, Sacramento tonight. And then they go on and they play the Portland Trailblazers. Then from there, they play the Phoenix Suns. And then they play the Utah Jazz. So I want to talk about this road trip. It's a key road trip, a good road trip for the Sixers. Second segment, I want to talk about where the Sixers are in the standings, how the Eastern Conference is basically um, starting to come together a little bit. The Milwaukee Bucks have been playing very well lately as of late. And then in the third segment, let's do a little travel day flow. Just give you guys a little inside look on yesterday's uh, travel day and, and whatnot. Um, so... We'll talk about that, but um, before we get into it, you guys know that you can subscribe to this podcast wherever you subscribe to podcasts at. Like I said, in addition to being the, uh, the, the host of this podcast, I am a Sixers beat writer, so you could go to uh, Twitter and follow me at Pompey on Sixers. Same thing for Instagram, at Pompey on Sixers, but let's get into it. So, I'm nervous about this road trip I'm knocking on wood and the reason why I'm nervous I'm not nervous because like I could care if they win or less or lose or I'm not that way you know I'm I'm objective reporter but my nervousness comes down to <laughs> the build up and what I mean by that is we know that with load management and all this other stuff this year more so than anything, especially with the protocols, that a lot of teams don't go, don't have their full allotment of players. And this is a great opportunity for us to figure out how good the 76ers team is. Let's face it. Yes, we know they're 13-0 when they have their starters. But for real, for real, they, their schedule has been super-duper easy at this particular point. You know, now, yes... I get it. They played the Lakers. You know, I get it. They played Boston. I get it. They played, um, you know, Indiana. All right? I, I get all that. I get it. They beat Brooklyn twice. But come on now. Like, Brooklyn didn't have the guys. They didn't have the horses. Um, you know, Boston was missing people. You know, there was certain games where the Sixers were missing people. So, I'm just saying, like, right now, Knock on wood, it'll be great to see if we can see all these teams, you know, have as many quality players on the court as they can. You know, now, you know, Portland probably won't be that way, but you that's your hope. Because 
This is going to be a test for the Sixers. We don't know how good the Sixers are. We all keep trying to say we do, and it all looks good, and when we see this, but no one knows. I mean, there's really haven't been that much, like, adversity for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, the Lakers game was a good one. You know, that was a good one, but that was one game. We would like to see what they can do on the road, and especially a team that's had in the past who's had its struggles. Now, I'll be honest with you. They're playing much better on the road now than they were last year, right? But this is a time for us to see what do they have, especially tonight. I mean, Sacramento is a team that's, you know, if the playoffs would start right now, they would probably be in a playing game, right? They would, they would participate in a playing game. I mean, I'm, I'm going to give it to you right now, give you the skinny. So let's, well, we're going to go over it right now. So the Sacramento Kings have the seventh best record. They're tied with the Denver Nuggets. Wow. Um, for the seventh best record in the in the East. I mean, excuse me, the West. They're 12 and 11. The reason why I said wow is because Denver was one of those teams that were projected to, like, come out of the East. You know, one of the teams. So they're 12 and 11, right? Portland is six at 12 and 10. Now, let's get back to Sacramento. Sacramento has won four straight and seven and three in their last 10 games. They won four straight, right? So, and they had they beat some quality opponents, some quality opponents. So, you know, I mean, they're, then after that, the Sixers are going to play the Portland Trailblazers, who we know they lost to um, Sixers did last week. Portland's 12 and 10. Portland, they, they're 5 and 5 over the last 10 games. Um, at home, they're five and five. Wow, that's that's uh, you know that's not that good. From there, they're going to go and place the conference's fourth best team, the Phoenix Suns, who have a fourteen and nine record. Now Phoenix has Chris Paul to go with that nice young core, right? I mean they're balling. Right now, they won three straight. And went six and four in their last ten games, and then Utah. A lot of people talk about the Lakers. They want to talk about the Clippers. The Phoenix Suns get some love, but Utah is the has the best record in the NBA right now, y'all. <laughs> the best record at nineteen and five. Nineteen and five. The Jazz are. They won four straight. They won nine out of their last ten games. So Utah is the squad. Now, again, we hope that the Sixers in all four games will be able to play all their players. We hope that the opposing teams will be able to play all their players. Now, we know Portland has not happened, but we hope for the other ones that something like that can happen or the key players. It's not going to happen. Like, and I don't even know, like, a hope. Like, it's like, and I shouldn't say hopeless, but it's not going to happen. I can't tell you that the Sixers are going to play all their guys in all these games. They're not. I mean, you know there's going to be a game that Joel and B misses. I mean, you just know that. Something else is going to happen. So, but at the same time, this is a pretty good barometer for the Sixers. You know, it just is. I mean, we're talking about a 76ers team that, um, on the, on the road right now, 6-5. and five. 
six and five. I mean, that's pretty good compared to what they were last year. <laughs> you know, the Sixers have won eight out of their last ten games, right? Eight out of ten, last ten. The seventeen and seven. So you know, this is a a pretty good test, a pretty good barometer, in my opinion, for the Sixers squad. You know, the thing about Built Bar, and I keep saying this to people over and over again, like, Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. So you need to go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20 off your next order. You know, the thing about it is, I mean, I know I talk about it all the time. Man, I talk about it all the time. I want to give Bill Bar a shout out because they 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 do me right. I I don't know what it is, but they do a brother right. Maybe you know I'm always promoting it. You know I'm, I'm, I do advertising for them. They, um, but <laughs> thank you for sending me my latest package. I, this package, guess what I did? I didn't even take it out of the take it out of the package. I put the package in my one of my suitcases, and guess what? Your brother is getting up in the morning and to kill him. <laughs> but I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm rationing them out though a little bit. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to eat them all at once. But I want to thank you, man. Mm, gooey, chewy chocolate. Mm, mm, mm. And the calories. I'm telling you, this thing is amazing. It's amazing. Like, I don't know if I said this, shit, but yesterday it was between... Uh, be, I was like, I, not yesterday, Sunday, you know, before I went to the, you know, watch the Super Bowl or fell asleep on the Super Bowl. And, uh, but before it started, you know, I said, oh, man, I'm hungry. But I know I got this food that I'm going to eat during the Super Bowl, but I'm hungry. I'm really hungry. So what I did is I went and got a Bill Bar. <laughs> and that's, that, that sobbed everything. It really did. It really did. But I'm telling you. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you get 20% off your next order. I'm telling you, you won't regret it. Another thing you won't regret is subscribing to this podcast. You can subscribe to this podcast wherever you subscribe to podcasts at. Also, you can follow me on Twitter at Pompey on Sixers. That's P-O-M-P-E-Y on Sixers. Same thing for Instagram, Pompey on Sixers. Do all that today. Yup, today. Now, here's something else I'm looking at. So, the Sixers right now, another reason why these road games are big, and it's still early, but they're big for the Sixers in court if they want to stay in first, because the Milwaukee Bucks are one game behind them. Just one game. One game behind the Sixers. The Sixers are 17-7. and The Bucks are 16-8. and Right? Whereas the Sixers have won their last, they, they won eight out of ten. The Bucks have won seven out of the last, um, seven out of the last ten, right? The Bucks are on a five-game winning streak. Five games. That ties the Lakers with the longest winning streak, right? Current longest winning streak in the league right now, right? Brooklyn, they dropped the fourth. They're in third place. They dropped to 14 and 11. You know, after losing to the Sixers, um, they, they lost two straight games. They, they lost to Toronto. 
and they lost to the Sixers. Now the Boston Celtics are fourth place, right, with a, a 12 and, and 10 record. The Indiana Pacers starting to like struggle a little bit. You know, the Pacers was one of those teams that had a winning record when the Sixers beat them. Now they're like a 500 ball club, 12 and 12. So they're like 11 and 3. I mean, excuse me, 12 and 12, and they lost three straight. I'm sorry. They went four and six of the last 10 games. The Charlotte Hornets are 6, 12, and 13. Hawks, 11 and 12. The Toronto Raptors, believe it or not, are starting to bring stuff together. They won six out of their last 10 games. They're 11 and 13 for the eighth seed, right? So, but not to get away from what we're talking about is that the Sixers, they got to watch out for the Milwaukee Bucks right about now. The Bucks are starting to charge. I do think that when it's all said and done that the Bucks in Brooklyn and, and, and Boston are all going to be up in that mix. You know, I look at it right now. I mean, it's hard, like it's weird because we don't know what the second half of the schedule is going to be like. But I, I can see... Those three teams I mentioned, the Bucks, Brooklyn, Boston, and the Sixers, all battling for those top four spots. I do. Something about Indiana. I don't I don't I don't know. I'm not a hundred percent sold yet. I'm not. I'm not. But um, you know, Toronto, I mean Toronto could climb its way up to like uh, six. Maybe, if, if if it keeps coming. But who knows, they may even make some trades. You're hearing that some within the, in the, in the organization think it's time to part ways with Kyle Lowry. So we'll see. We'll see a lot. You can subscribe to this podcast wherever you subscribe to your podcast at. You can follow me on 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 Twitter at Pompey on Sixers. You can follow me on Instagram at Pompey on Sixers. I don't know if y'all just heard that, but I'm up this morning. I'm like kind of like doing this. I'm, I'm looking at, looking kind of looking out the window. <coughs> I'm doing this podcast. Then all of a sudden you just hear a fire truck. I'm like, huh? At first I thought it was somebody, maybe some noise coming from another room, but I heard a fire truck, and then all of a sudden, it just, the noise went, I mean, it came on for it, like, the noise was like, oh, oh like, burn, for a second, and then all of a sudden, it stopped, but that's a good way to talk, segue to get into this uh, trip. Let me tell you this, so yesterday, so I don't know about you guys, but um, <clears throat> when I travel a lot, I like taking the Uber, right? And the reason being is there's been so many times, especially in the winter here in Philly, um, but when I'm, you know, go to the Philadelphia airport, that not many times, but it happened more than like three on three different occasions where you get to the airport, there's no place to park. You know, I used to always go, then I would go up to the rooftop and I'm up at the roof and then all of a sudden it's like it starts snowing. So you're away on a wrong, on a long trip and when the when the snow plows come, they they plow the snow, and it's like you can't get your car out. And you're you're doing this, and you're at the airport, all right. So you're like, oh my gosh. So you're spending like 
hours trying to get your car out. So I decided at that point that I'm just taking Ubers. Whenever I go to the airport, I always take Ubers. And even like when it's time to return, when it's time to like I'm on the road and I want to like fly and it's time to fly back or, or leave a city, I always take Ubers too. Unless, unless it's po- unless I, I have to take the rental car, right? And the reason being is because it's early in the morning. You just want to get to your terminal. You want to get, and but if you get a rental car, you're like, oh man, I gotta stop it. I gotta put some gas in it. Half the time, the rental car return isn't like located near the airport, so you gotta take a shuttle bus and the whole nine. You know, and you like, you're like, man, like this, man, I could be sleeping at this time. Like, you know, I'm like, like these twenty minutes that it's taking to do this is like really like. <laughs> I know it's only 20, but you're saying to yourself, like, yo, this is a lot, like, right? So I just say, man, forget it. Let me just get an Uber. You know, hop in the Uber. The Uber will just straight take me to the terminal, and I'm good. <laughs> Go through to TSA, I'm good. So, so that's what I've been doing. But the problem is now, like yesterday, yeah, yesterday. So yesterday, I'm like, okay. I got to be at the airport early. My flight was like 6.30 in the morning. So, you know, I live in Jersey. So I said, all right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get an Uber for like 4, 4, like 4.30 in the morning, right? So I got up Sunday morning, and I said, I'm going to schedule one. So the deal is now I watched the game. I said I woke up for at halftime, Mr. Halftime Show. So then I watched the second half of the game. Now, mind you, I'm a, a procrastinator. So then I'm packing. I'm doing all this other stuff. Um, I did my podcast. And I'm like, you know, if I go to sleep, I'm not waking up at 4 or something. So, you know, I did what I had to do. Stay up. So before t- time comes, I'm like, dang, I don't see a car. Like, I'm looking on my app. I don't see any car en route. And then all of a sudden, no cars, I get a message saying no cars available. And I'm like, really? Really, dude? So it says no cars available. You know, please try again. So by that time, I said, man, I'm going to Lyft. So I go to Lyft. About 15 minutes later, a car picks me up. Great. We had a great conversation with the guy. We were talking all types of stuff. It was it was pretty cool. Pretty cool. So I get to the airport. And, uh, you know, you know. Get you know get checked in, and then but here's the thing, yo. I couldn't get a direct flight from Sacramento from Philly to Sacramento this year. Like in the past, I was able to, but I just couldn't do it this time, right? And I think a lot of it has to do with COVID and everything like that. Flights being canceled to places where I guess a lot of people don't fly to, right? So, um, so I get there and fly to Dallas now I have like a three-hour layover in Dallas so I'm like go get something to eat talking to the guy we're talking high school sports everything was great talking high school sports in Dallas comparing them tell them about St. Joe's prep because you know in Dallas they love high school football they love the Cowboys they love all that so you know I'm talking about the prep talking about Marvin Harrison's son and um, Marvin Harrison um junior and, and, and we're you know talking all types of stuff right great conversation well 
Then all of a sudden, I have another long three-hour flight from Dallas to SAC. So I hop on a plane, get there. And by the time I landed, you know, it was uh, it's like maybe like two-something, so five-something our time, five-something on the East Coast, two-something here. And there's this barbecue spot that I love. And the thing I like about it is, you know, it was, it was you know, you go there, you get your food, you leave, you come back. And I'm telling you, I was counting the sheep. I didn't even get to finish the food. <coughs> I was counting sheep, right? Counting sheep. <laughs> and, uh, and I get up now, and now I'm talking to you guys. But that was a long day, like when you think about it. You know, like I, I left the house. I mean, I got to the airport at, what, like 5, 5.30 maybe. And I didn't get into this room until probably 5.30. You know what I mean? So that was like a 12-hour travel day. But that's the norm. Now, the one, one concern that I have is, I'm going to be honest with you, is tomorrow I have an early flight. It's weird. Like, yo, I couldn't, like I'm telling you, it's hard to get these direct flights now. I mean, and no matter where I looked, no matter airline, I couldn't get a direct flight for my next next um, thing so I have to get up and have a flight tomorrow morning at 6 45 a.m and I have a seven hour layover I mean I could I could actually fly back to Philly and then fly back to fly to Portland and get there before before you know I will typically now right but I have a, I have like a seven hour, about about seven hour layover, so I'm gonna get, I'm not gonna get into Portland until late tomorrow night. But my concern is not just being in the airport for that long. Who knows? I could leave the airport, just go walking around, and try to do some things. Who knows? But my concern is getting a, getting an Uber in the morning. Like I'm gonna try again to schedule one. Um, I got up this morning you know, and I and I tried to see if like there were any cars available just to you know, get a sense of tomorrow. But to me, really, that's like the concern. Because when I was in Memphis, this is crazy, y'all. In Memphis, I had to like reschedule my flight at the la- at the eleventh hour because there was no Ubers. None. So that's like to be honest with you, that's like the the, the, the concerning part about this trip. <laughs> Is like when I got when I have to take these early morning flights, are there going to be any cars available? And yeah, I know these are the times where a guy like me should rent a car, but I don't know. I don't know. I just hate renting cars right about now. All right, y'all. I want to thank y'all for listening, and I want you guys to have a blessed day. Peace. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.